Week 14. Week 14. If you're in fantasy football right now, this week is stress. Whether you've already clinched, whether you're trying to get in there, or whether you're just trying to ruin someone's fantasy football hopes of making the playoffs because you're already eliminated, it's a big week. There's no breaks for anyone. No breaks. The show goes on. We're one week away from playoffs, folks. And if you don't have that E next to your name, you are not eliminated. You have a chance. If you have a 1%, if you have a 99%, you have a chance. And that's all you can ask for, folks. This is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast, and I am him, J-I-G. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon, wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. But we're talking fantasy football right now, okay? This is a big, big week. You know, I know people who started off 1-4, and 0-5, 4-1, 4-2, and it's all a big week for everyone. It's a big week for everyone. Unless you have that E. And even if you have the E next to your name, you can still play spoiler. You can still ruin someone else's chance. Misery loves company. So if you have the chance to be miserable, make someone else miserable with you. If you're going to Cancun, take someone with you. This is a big week. Patriots and Steelers got us kicked off last night on Thursday Night Football. Patriots won it. Bailey Zappi showed us some type of spark for this offense. Ezekiel Elliott gave you life. Ezekiel Elliott gave you life. So now we got to find more life for this week. Now we got to find more life for this week because fantasy football is a lot like the BCS system of college football. You got to win with style. You want to win with style points. Points are important, folks. Wins are important. <clears throat> Wins are important. Are important. The Brooklyn Jimmy came out there. But the wins are important and the points are important as well. Because now, if you have points, I'm not saying you can afford a loss, but I'm saying it doesn't make the loss hurt as much if it makes sense. But let's get down to these matchups. We got the Buccaneers and the Falcons. Division game. Buccaneers have a pretty bad pass defense. Solid run defense. So the usual suspects for the Falcons. Drake London. Bijan. One of the tight ends. The tight ends are streamers. The tight ends for the Atlanta Falcons are always going to be streamers. They're not they're 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 matchup dependent streamers. Drake London should have a solid game depending on the quarterback. See, that's what's bad about Drake London because Drake London, in my opinion, should be a top fifteen, top ten receiver in the NFL. But with the quarterback situation going on in Atlanta, it's very hard to put him in that category. He has the tools. 
but we don't know if the ball can get delivered to him. With that being said, on the opposite side of the offense, the Buccaneers. Mike Evans is a weekly start. Chris Godwin is supposed to play. He's been banged up. Rashard White's doing his thing. Kate Otten's doing his thing. Baker Mayfield has not played bad this year. 18 touchdowns to 8 interceptions. 2,700 yards passing. You can handle that. You can deal with that. A thousand of those yards has has went to Mike Evans. So you can live with that. Now the Buccaneers defense might be able to create a couple turnovers giving the, the, you know, the Tampa Bay offense more opportunities. What do we say? If a defense can give these professional athletes more opportunities, we like that for fantasy football. Opportunities and chances, you know, touches. We want to know how we 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 want people who get multiple touches, you know. We want number one options. And with the Falcons turning the ball over the way Desmond Ritter does, look for more opportunity for the Buccaneer playmakers. Moving on, Lions and Bears, divisional game as well. Lions defense has been bad, improved last week. Bears are all right defensively. They're all right. They shut down the Joshua Dobbs train. They halted that. But I look for the Bears' offense. I look at DJ Moore. I look at Cole Met, Foreman, Herbert, Fields. I look for all of these guys to make be able to make plays. But for a streamer for this game, look out for Darnell Mooney. Look out for Darnell Mooney to be able to make a couple plays against this Lions secondary. And this Lions defense is actually not that good. Solid, but more or less not that good. Depending on if Goff can keep the ball out of the opponent's hands, he's been kind of turnover lately, turnover prone lately. Look for the Bears to get some some really good plays in. Usual suspect for the Lions: David Montgomery, Amara St. Brown, Sam Laporta. You know, Khalif Raymond in deeper leagues. Uh, Josh uh, Josh Reynolds in deeper leagues. Jamison Williams is starting to come along. Jamison Williams is starting to come along. And also Gibbs. Gibbs is also, uh, also you know, depending on the number of people in your league, depending on your roster size. And that's the midnight train to Georgia tuning in. But depending on your roster size, and depending on what you do, Jamar, you know, Jameer Gibbs is a weekly play. To me, Jameer Gibbs is a matchup-based type guy. You know, because he's not getting number one wide receiver carry. I mean, number one running back carries. And he's not getting, that. as far as touches, I'm not even, I'm not even for sure he's getting that mean touches. You know, as far as bulk. To where you can start him consistently over whoever you may start. That's that's why I said league dependent and matchup depending for me for Jameer Gibbs. But that, that, those are the people I like for that Bears matchup in the line. I think this is going to be low-key a high-scoring game, maybe one of the more higher-scoring games of the uh, Sunday, especially for those early games. Colts and Bengals. Now, this one's going to be another one, I think, a high-scoring game. Colts' secondary, I mean, defense has improved, but that secondary will be tested. T. Higgins uh, is back. Jamar Chase, Boyd, these guys should do their thing. Especially with Brett Browning showing that he can indeed slang that ball. We saw what he did in college, but this is the NFL. He's still doing it. So we like it. We like it. 
Gardner Minshew, we like the cut of his jib. Very charismatic. I like the I like the Colts receivers. I like uh, Pittman. I like uh, the Downs. And for a streamer, Alec Pierce. Look for that guy to maybe get a couple opportunities in the red zone. 100 yards and a touchdown last week. Look for him to build on that. So for pretty much, I like everybody in play for this game. The Colts and the Bengals, I don't think there's anybody you need to start, I mean, uh, sit. I don't believe there's anyone you need to sit because of fear of, oh, the matchup. Everybody's in play. Everybody's in play. Jaguars and Browns. Now, this is one of those games that's going to be very interesting because if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, it puts all the receivers for the Jaguars in question. And not because of who the quarterback is, but because of who the opponent is. The Browns have the number one defense in the NFL right now. So with that defense and in a backup quarterback, it puts all the receivers for the Jaguars in question. Christian Kirk is going to be out as well. So if you have to play Zay Jones, he's going to be a number, he's going to be a number two. Calvin Ridley will take number one options. Evan Ingram, he'll be all right. But like I said, they're going against a very good defense. So don't expect the unexpected in this game. Expect this game to be a defensive battle. Running backs will be good to have in this game because they're going to, you know, each team will try to control time of possession, you know. So look for the running backs to be heavily involved. I, you know, this is a game that I personally would stay away from unless you have people that you just can't, you can't, you cannot not play, you know. And like I said, the running backs for both teams, I'm very comfortable with. I'm very comfortable with both running backs on on, on all running backs. ETN, uh, Ford, um, Hunt, all of them. I think Hunt was on an injury report. I don't know if he's playing for sure. He was on some type of injury report. But I either way, I like the running backs. Um, next game, Panthers and Saints. Same thing. Same thing. Low scoring. The Saints are having trouble getting in zone. Like I said last week, Taysom Hill is going to be another factor. Look for them to continue to keep Taysom Hill involved. <coughs> Excuse me. Shout out to Trees Dispensary. But look for them to keep Taysom Hill involved, especially in the red zone, especially against this Panthers defense that, you know, they're going to be on the field a lot. The Panthers defense, is just, they, they, I mean, it's just facts of life right now. Rookie quarterback on the offense. Um, not really an, an identity right now for the Panthers offensively. So it's very, very much run the ball. Chuba Hubbard, is, is, you know, he is a bright spot. If you're looking for somebody to, to play, Chuba is a bright spot right now. Two touchdowns last week. Look for him to build on that. The Saints got to figure it out. Derek Carr, they hate you. The city of New Orleans hates Derek Carr right now. So right now, he needs to figure it out. When they're asking for Jameis, we got a problem. That's a big problem. So the Saints really need, need to figure it out offensively. Alvin Kamara is kind of like, you know, we love him. He's getting you good fantasy points because of sheer volume of, of, of touches right now. It's not because he's getting in the paint. They have not figured out anything in the red zone. It's kind of scary. So just look, you know, look for Taysom Hill, man. And as, you know, for people who have Alvin Kamara... In fantasy, this is just the harsh reality of the game right now. Is that we have to we have to be weary of Taysom Hill coming in red zone red zones and and, and and hawking touchdowns. That's just a part of the game that we're at right now, folks. Maybe they figure it out, maybe they don't. I bet on they don't. But, you know, that's just 
That's just Jig. You know, that's just me. That's just me. I don't, I do not think they're going to figure it out. I think it's going to be a Taysom Hill, Alvin Kamara, 50-50. I mean, they brought in Jamal. Remember, keep in mind, Jamal Williams was one of the, it was the NFL's leading touchdown scorer last season. Just a season ago, he led the NFL in touchdowns. And now here we are. I don't even think he has two. So my point is the Saints are struggling offensively, especially in the red zone. So this is one of those games I would stay away from unless you have to play these guys as well. Moving on, Texas and Jets. Um, what can I say? Shout out to Tank Dell, man. Hell of a, a hell of a rookie campaign, dude. Hell of a rookie campaign. Sucks he got hurt. CJ Stroud's probably going to keep the ball in his hands um, offensively if you're the Texans because he's your best player. Look for Nico to be heavily involved. Nico versus Sauce is going to be a good matchup. The Jets, this game is, I mean, this game is going to be one of those defensive games. You know, Robert Sala, you know, he, 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 he really prides himself on shutting down good quarterbacks. Rookie quarterback, he's probably looking at the chops to get a hold of them. So look for these guys to have, you know, a very low score. The running backs are in play in this game. The running backs. That's who I like in this game. The running backs. Moving on, Rams and Ravens. This game, I think, is going to be high. Is going to be a low key, high scoring game. I think the uh, the Rams are are just healthy enough at receiver. I think Matthew Stafford is good enough to get the ball out to his receivers and make plays against the Ravens secondary. I also think the Ravens are going to be able to make plays against the Rams secondary. Odell Beckham is going to be playing against his former team, so look for him to get into the paint. Anytime touchdown scorer on Sunday, Odell Beckham. You can thank me later. Anytime touchdown scorer on Sunday, Odell Beckham against his former team. Look for uh, look for some points in this game, man. Look for some points in this game. I like it. I like everybody in this game. I don't think there's anyone you need to bench. Um, Kyron Williams is a play, even though he's going against that that Ravens secondary, just because the Ravens are not going to be able to key in the box because of who the quarterback is. Matthew Stafford will pick you apart. He will pick you apart. So that's going to be one of those games where I think it's going to be a lot more high scoring than what people think. And I think you're going to want to be a part of that. The Vikings and Raiders. Justin Jefferson is supposed to return. If you drafted him first, I know you're happy because what did I say at the beginning of the show? This is an important week. What better week to come back healthy than right before the playoffs? You need him. So if you're getting Justin Jefferson back, I look for him to have a very impactful game. I look for him to be used very often and very early. So look for uh, the uh, the Vikings to really, you know, really throw the ball all around. Jordan Addison's going to go back to his regular work with getting number two, number two defenders, which means he's, I mean, he's going to go back up in value. So look for this game to have a couple points scored. Vikings defense is not that. I mean, it, it, it's not it's not world beaters, it's not world stoppers. So look for the Raiders offense to be able to put up some points. Josh Jacob, Jingleheimer Smith, his name is my name too. Look for him to do his thing. Devonta Adams, the best receiver in, in football right now. Look for him to do his thing. You can argue with anybody you want about receiver, but don't argue with me. Devontae Adams is the best receiver in the NFL right now. Don't let the stats fool you. 
Seahawks and 49ers. This game is also going to be high scoring. Now, everybody's in play for the 49ers. Brock Purdy, Christian, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuels, George Kittle, Jawan Jennings, the water boy, the, uh, the fan in row six, um, the guy on the couch. If you're a 49ers, you're in play. Okay? Um, against the Seahawks, this is easy money for them. Seahawks are two and four on the road. They're pretty bad on the road. It hasn't been going too well for them. On the flip side, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. You don't know who. I mean, I wouldn't play Charbonnet against this 49ers defense, but hey, to each their own. You do what you do. All right. But uh, I wouldn't do that because this defense is going to tee off against Geno. They're going to get after it. Um, really build on what they did to the Eagles last week. And then you got to also remember, Brock Purdy is looking at an MVP. He's looking at an MVP. So look look for them to try to pad some of his stats. You know? Like, look for them to run up his stats. Make his stats look good. That's what that's what Brock Purdy is going to be looking for against the Seahawks. So this game, everybody's in play. Um, yeah. I think that this is going to be one of those high-scoring games. Bills versus the Chiefs. Buckle up. Everybody's in play. Play them, play them, play them. The Bills have to win. And with Joe Brady being the new offensive coordinator in Buffalo, they're going to keep the ball in Josh Allen's hands, and they're going to let him – they're going to win and lose with Josh Allen. And that means a lot of passing attempts. I like Gabe Davis this game. This is a game where I really, really like Gabe Davis. I do. Um, If you – if you know who Joe Brady is, he was he was offensive coordinator at LSU when they won the national championship. They had Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase. He's very good with two receivers. He's very good with working in two receivers. So look for both of these guys to eat, you know. And then on the flip side, Kelsey, um, Rice, Pacheco is out. So Claude Edwards do you layer? But listen, Jarek McKinnon is the play. If you can get your hands on a Jarek McKinnon this week, do so. And thank me later. Trust me. Jarek McKinnon is in play this week, especially with him being a receiving back. You get him matched up with a linebacker, the Bills are in trouble. They're in trouble. And look for them to bring a little bit of pressure to try to get the ball out of Mahomes' hands. And also because they probably just don't respect the receiving core of the, of the, of the, of the Chiefs. Understandable. So we'll see what happens. Broncos and Chargers. This game, I think, could be high scoring just because of how the Chargers play football. I think they have the matchups that, 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 that they'll be looking for with the receivers versus the uh, Broncos secondary. I look for Keenan Allen to get off Quentin Johnston. I, I look for him to finally do something. That's what I look for. I look for him to finally do something. So, and, and then... Um, Eckler and Joshua Kelly are supposed to be having a more competitive background. So if you are an Austin Eckler fantasy football guy, you know, you're kind of sweating right now because he has not lived up to expectations at all this year, you know. And, you know, performances like this from guys who complain about money is why they don't get paid on on, on another note, you know. Austin Eckler made a big stink about him not getting a contract, and then you come out here and lay an egg. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, there's context to that. The context is he's, he's not hitting the fucking hole. That's the context. Bounce, bang, bend. That's what it is. Bounce, bang, bend. Moving on. Eagles, Cowboys. High scoring. High scoring. I'm going to say it one more time. High scoring. 
Everyone's in play. C.D. Lamb. Pollard. Ferguson. Cooks. Michael Gallup, you're kind of pushing it. With Gallup, you're pushing it. But everybody's in play. Eagles, Smith, everybody. Goddard's back. Brown, Swift, supposed to be running the ball more. I like the Eagles. I like the Cowboys. I like everybody, all the skill positions. Now, on Monday, we got two games. We got Titans and Dolphins. I would stay away from Derrick Henry. I know Derrick Henry has had four touchdowns in the last two weeks. I know this. But I'm telling you, the Dolphins are going to score a lot of points and a lot of points fast. To the point of, Tiaje Spears is going to be the play. Going to be a lot of passing downs for the Titans. A lot of a lot of passing downs. Okay? Vic Vangio and that Dolphins defense are going to get after him. That pass rush is going to get home, creating second and third and longs, and look for the and look for the Dolphins to just to run it up and make it to where they can't use their best player, Derrick Henry. Second game on Monday, Packers and Giants. Everybody for the Packers is in play. Romeo Dupes. Uh Reed. Uh Kraft. And now uh, Wicks, Watson is supposed to be sitting. Watson's not supposed to be playing. Christian Watson's supposed to be out. So all the receivers, J- Jalen Reed is in play. He has five touchdowns on the year, so he, he, I mean, he is a good backup. Romeo Dubes is in there, too. I think he has four or five of himself. For the Giants, you know, you just got to play Saquon and, you know, everybody else, you know, I'm sorry. Because, you know, they are clearly looking to build in the draft. So. You don't want to be a part of that, you know. The last thing you want to do is is uh, be a part of their, you know, be a part of their issues, especially during a week like this, folks. Listen, fantasy football—it's <laughs> literally up and down. You know, I try to stay right in the middle. I say this all the time. You probably, if you, if, if this is your first time tuning in, this is that guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, Jig, but. What I like to preach is, especially with fantasy football, no peaks, no valleys. You have to stay even keel. Because this, hey, this shit ain't for everybody. It ain't. It's stressful. It's stressful. A lot of sleepless nights. A lot of nights wondering, what if I would have played this dude? A lot of nights wondering, should I DM that motherfucker? I should DM him. I should TM him. But you don't. You don't. You persevere and you keep your mouth. And you try to get to this point, the playoffs. The playoffs is when you put yourself in the money. If you, if you don't go to the playoffs, you can't be in the money. How can you be in the money if you didn't go to the playoffs? This is what you drafted for. This is what you study draft boards for. This is what you do mock drafts for. It's for these moments. The playoffs. This ain't for everybody because if it was, everybody in the league would make it. But they don't. Some people quit after they lose three games in a row. Some people can't handle the injury bug. Some people would have went down with the ship 
But then there's some people, there's some people when you break their back, Bane, when you destroy their city, Bane, and you throw them in a hole, they climb out of it, and they come back, and they take back Gotham. That's what happens sometimes. And that's what we're here for, folks. We're here for those moments. Once again, this is That Guy Jig Sports Podcast. I am him, J-I-G. Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And also remember to keep going and stick to the script. You've done your research. Don't listen to me. All right? Look, you, you don't have to listen to me. You do your own research. Because I, I do my research. I do my research. And I tell you, the people. Fact check me. But what I'm telling you is stick to the script and don't give up. Once again, rate, review, and subscribe. Keep pushing. Peace.